Welcome to Speak the Truth, a podcast devoted to giving biblical truth for educating, equipping, and encouraging the individual and local church in counseling and discipleship. Hello, hello, hello. We are back in studio. It has been a little bit. We record typically once a month. We record a lot of episodes at one time. So we haven't seen each other for a while in this context. How's everybody doing, Jeremy? Doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Everything interesting considering COVID still. Yeah. 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 Well, good, good. In this particular episode, we're going to continue in our Equip You uh, cultivating um, episodes where we basically take just from christiancounseling.com. If you're not a member, I would encourage you to go check it out. I know I've gotten some feedback from people asking, where do I get these materials? Again, you want to go to christiancounseling.com for you to pick up some of these uh, things that we're actually, for example, today, what we're going to be going over and what we're going to be going over today is the divine narrative of redemption. And it's something that can be used as homework uh, with your clients or counselees. Uh, whatever context you're in. And uh, so we're just going to basically take this episode to go through one of these. I'm laughing because you have the bad mic this round. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like uh, the roulette of mics, like who's going to get the mic that goes in and out and who isn't. And I normally get it. And now Michael got it. (laughs) So now I guess I'm receiving the stares that Uh I give you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Now I get to give the annoying stares. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's good. So yeah, we're, we're excited today to go through this uh, particular episode. Uh, And again, go to christiancounseling.com. If you're not a member, please become a member and you'll have access to, I I mean, what, how many, how many homework assignments and surveys and assessments are there? I mean, just, I don't know, but I should know that. Dozens upon dozens. Dozens upon dozens. Yeah. Yeah. You a a numbers guy now? Pastor Mike? Well, I didn't want to throw out like an arbitrary number that I don't know. So (laughs) apparently like dozens upon dozens seems a little, uh, seemed a little bit more safe. Okay. (laughs) But uh, at any rate, uh, but we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, do this. And just for you guys to know, um, I've just I've, I've noticed in some of the ways that you guys are listening to us. If you're going to our website, speak the truth dot org, um, there, there's a widget you can listen to it or there's the podcast page that you can go back and listen to it. Some of you, at least based on the numbers, it looks like most of everybody's listening from Apple podcast. Um, and then there's also some RSS feeds. But what I have noticed is that. There's some RSS feeds that don't actually have our show notes. So what I'm going to have to start doing is just putting everything in one uh, one field for our listeners. So when it comes to resources and just the actual show notes, um, just so if, if you guys are because, again, I've had some some feedback where people were struggling to find um, show notes and content. So, well, but thank you for for messaging in though it's been awesome to get feedback of just hey can you do a podcast on this but then also thank you that was really helpful and so it it does um we're, we're thankful we're very encouraged by you taking the time to actually send those messages because this podcast is for you and then um and so we want to know what what do you need what do you need to know about so yeah, what do you want us feedback, to talk about it yeah your feedback helps us become better and and to help equip even better right yeah. so with that being said uh let's go ahead and get started uh with this equip you piece and I'll actually speak in the show notes. I'll put our previous episodes where we did the equip you stuff and just put it all in one place. So um, I'll have the um, podcast episode so that you guys can go back and know exactly which ones just to kind of go back and take a listen. But uh, Jeremy, you want to start us off on the divine narrative of redemption. Sure. And just so our listeners know uh, ABC put 
puts out an equip you resource once a month. And this one is from June. So if you go to our um, website and if you're a member, you can get access to our resource page and you would find this one under biblical counseling. Um, and it's called the divine narrative of, of redemption. And I do want to just make sure to let folks know this, this resource that I developed is not the, the concept is not unique to me at all. Um, something that I've, I've gleaned from others, uh, but wanted to, in terms of their teaching. Uh, but I just wanted to take that, that kind of teaching and put it in a, a usable resource that uh, counselors can use with people that they're working with. And um, so, you know, when we come to counseling or when people come to see us for counseling, at least within our culture, counseling is about me. Counseling is about uh, my subjective experiences emotionally, mentally, relationally. And so most often if a person goes to see a counselor, the the counseling is really going to be centered on that individual's personal story. So all of us have our own story. Um, if someone comes in uh, to me and they're struggling with anxiety um, and that anxiety is really impacting their marriage because they're just so consumed or shut down all the time, uh, then that anxiety and that marital struggle and the conflict that that may incur is is that individual's story. And so part of counseling, especially on the front end, is to do a really good job of hearing people's story. What are they experiencing? What are they going through? What are the issues that they hope to deal with in a counseling session? And so this the first part of this resource is is asking them um, to list the things that they are hoping to address in their time with the counselor. And then it's always a good thing also to ask the question, what do you hope to achieve in counseling as it regards the issues you have listed? Because people do come to counseling with their own ideas of what needs to, to be accomplished. Um, they have their own goals and their own agenda for counseling. And a lot of times that agenda is centered in their own personal story. They're not really thinking outside of that story. They're thinking in terms of, well, I'm coming in with anxiety in my time with you. I want to alleviate that anxiety. I want you to fix it. Yes. And so, and we want to just hear, you know, what, what do people really hope to achieve when they're, when they're with us? I take a, a good amount of time with folks to really get a good lay of the land in terms of what is going on in their lives. Uh, what are their goals? What are their expectations? Uh, but then I want to point them to something that's quite different than your typical therapeutic setting where it's about my story. And page two of this handout begins to introduce them to a story that is extremely important for the Christian to consider. And it's the the story of redemption, uh, God's narrative of redemption. And in that narrative, um, we understand there is a creation fall. And then uh, for the Christian, we are in that, that phase in the story of redemption, that there's something bigger going on. And in my struggle with my spouse, uh, in my struggle with anxiety, sure, we want to help with the anxiety, but is there something bigger that I need to be considering that may inform the process? And so on this particular um, uh, page, there's a, there's a circle with a cross in the middle, and that circle represents the larger story. And there are passages that are included in inside that circle that I, I want to point people to, to consider what might God be up to as um, it regards their particular issue. So like Colossians 1, 9 through 14, for example, I won't read it verbatim, but within that particular uh, passage, we're told that we have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's beloved son, into the kingdom of light. So that when I, how I struggle with anxiety, I'm struggling that in a diff, with, with anxiety in a different location than an unbeliever. 
In in other words, uh, I'm part of this bigger story, and that story is about God transforming my heart. And sometimes he's going, he may allow the anxiety to persist, uh, to help increase my faith or, uh, to reveal issues in my own heart that I need to deal with, things that are common in, in the biblical counseling community, like idolatry, like my demand for control, my yeah. demand for security, my demand for escape. Um, and so the, introducing folks to this larger narrative begins to take it away from the subjective and begins to help them at least get their minds wrapped around on there is a God, he is up to something, and part of my counseling process needs to be what is God up to? And so as you continue to move through this particular equip you, um, I give an example of a story that I've often, I've often mentioned this in when I'm speaking, trying to, to relay this concept. But if a person were to come to me that did struggle with anxiety or they struggled with trauma and they told me their story and it was a very traumatic experience or a lifetime of trauma that they've experienced. Uh, and I listen intently to them. I ask questions to draw their heart out and, and how the trauma impacts them on a day-to-day basis. And they we spend an entire hour gathering their story. And then what if I handed them a book and said, I want you to go read this book uh, because I think you may resonate with some of what's going on inside this particular uh, story. They go home, they open up the book to a random page, uh, page 78, and they might read a sentence like, Corey ran down the street. And then they close the book and they come back in a month and they're like, Jeremy, why in the world, after I shared my heart with you on the traumatic experience that that I've had all throughout my life, you gave me a book about a woman running down the street? Did you miss something there? Uh, But the problem is my client or my counselee interpreted the entire book that I gave them based on one sentence in the book. And they missed the story, which was the hiding place, which was Corey Ten Boone and her family during World War II who were arrested and sent into Nazi German uh, concentration camps, experienced profound trauma. And you just get to hear Corey's uh, life story on how she dealt with that from a faith perspective. But my counselee missed that because they interpreted the whole book on one sentence. Mm. And so what I try to tell people is if you stay in your story alone, uh, then you're going to miss the, the true narrative that is going on. We can't, our lives are just one sentence in this greater story. And if we don't consider the greater story, then we're going to miss the beauties and the glories of what God is seeking to do, even in and through our suffering. And so I try to get that that idea into uh, people's minds so that they understand, you know, I've got to, I've got to begin to do something more than just look inward. I've got to ask the question, if I'm a believer, uh, what is the Holy Spirit potentially seeking to form and shape inside of me or or uh, uh, free me from as I as I in- enter this process of counseling? Mm-hmm. So we come to this idea of embedding the small story into the greater narrative. So we never want to minimize the trauma. We never want to minimize the struggle and suffering with that's associated with anxiety or depression or marital struggles. You know, as counselors, we need to have enormous hearts of compassion when people are wrestling, but we don't want to, you know, it's, it's, it's futile and fatalistic if we just look at the depression or just look at the anxiety without this divine transcendent reality being uh, weaved into the process. So part of our job as counselors is to help people take their real painful issues and embed it into that greater story. And so 
this particular this handout here would would ask them below write out some ways that God's larger story of redemption applies to your current circumstances pulling from the passages that are on the previous page and work with your counselor to flesh out this idea so that this concept will be meaningful to you as you engage the counseling process ask for clarity so uh, this handout will ask them to go read those passages and then how might some of those passages or all of those passages in any way relevantly apply to what they're experiencing. And, and we as they may come back with nothing. <laughs> they may read the passages and say, I'm, I'm missing something, uh, which our job as counselors is to then help counsel them and instruct them to to bring the relevance of the, of the Bible and the truths of God to their their daily issues that they're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. And so the last page on this this handout is just a diagram uh, showing that, you know, their story is very much important, but they have to embed it into this larger story if it's really going to make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we think about living in a world where there is suffering, suffering is really meaningless without this bigger story. Uh, I have someone right now that I'm counseling whose child died by suicide. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he just keeps saying, if there, if God is not real, this is all a waste. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so encouraging to know, to hear him say that rather than if, you know, why did God let this happen? Mm-hmm. But he's really looking at this and saying, if there's not an eternity where my son resides right now, then this is all a waste of a waste. And so this particular handout really brings people to that eternal perspective. I obviously love the visual because it takes the words and kind of puts it in a good perspective. And even the shapes, obviously the girl and me, I'm like, okay, your story's an oval and then God's <laughs> story is a circle and, mm. and, and how you it show the difference because it's, it's being a part of it. I think when you, when someone's coming in to share their story, probably for the most part, even before they're sitting before you, they already evaluated kind of their story maybe even around like looking horizontal Mm -hmm. how does this line with what other people are going through how is my circumstance harder or maybe not as hard as other people and and they're 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 going through all of these types things and recapping it and and analyzing it based off the world but I love this whole thing of, of how you're encouraging us and reminding us to give them an exercise to, um, to, to take this story for us to help them obviously align it, put their eyes back on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Here's the Lord's story. Here's what he's communicating to us. And then obviously, how does that overflow into our life? So I think that's really great. I think for the majority of the people, when they read this, they're going to see not, not many people are actually thinking through their story in this way. You mm-hmm. know? So I, I just love... I think that's always a benefit in being a biblical counselor is we get those unique opportunities where we're creating that environment to really be authentic, but also give exercises to those that we're discipling and encouraging to look at things than they normally would, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, I mean, there's so much on this though, because I think that's, I think in counseling, that's probably one of the the biggest accomplishments is helping people realize the bigger story, right? Because otherwise when we're suffering and, people are trying to make sense of their circumstance. It just becomes and seems so vacuous to them because they're trying to look for the answers within, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is obviously what culture does. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the answer's not there. And so it's almost a huge weight off of their shoulders when they begin to realize that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a good, good handout for sure. 
Um, Any concluding thoughts? Well, we just want to encourage people. If you if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a member of the Association of Biblical Counselors, consider joining. We've we've got a lot going on as an organization. We're about to announce some new and exciting things as far as training and certification. Uh, but we also just have a lot of resources on the website like this one that are we're trying to add monthly mm-hmm. uh, to make it fresh. We have on our website. If you're a member, you have access to. Uh, almost every plenary session from every conference dating back to 2009. And we're working to get every one of those up. They're almost all up, but just some great teaching from some of the top biblical counselors mm-hmm. in the, in the world. And what's yeah. it, what's interesting about that? Just even going through some of that and realizing like, man, this was like 10 years ago and it's, it seems more relevant today than it did mm. when it was actually discussed. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. What are you talking about? Like past videos? Yeah. From the conference and just, you know, how it's, you know, speaking to particular things, but based on what's going on in culture seems far more applicable today Mm -hmm. than when it was Mm -hmm. initially talked about. So there's this thing called scripture and it's living and active, you know, so. Yeah. Hebrews (laughs) chapter four. I like it. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's Um, classic. Well, thanks for tuning in. And uh, as, as Jeremy said, that's awesome. And we're, and we're adding new things. So just be on the lookout. We'll see you next time.